between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Father, we thank you tonight. We ask for guidance and help, Lord, as we um, we want to feast upon you. Give us, grant us portions of your of your person as we sit at your table tonight. Release utterance, release unction of the spirit. Thank you, Father, and come and bless our hearts, Lord as you desire today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Revelation chapter 4. Thank you, God. Um, Chapter 4, verse 1. If you're there, say amen. Amen. Revelation 4, verse 1. It says that after this... I looked and behold, a, a door was opened in heaven. Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Um, please, good evening. You can, I'm sorry for not greeting you. <laughs> Praise God. Um, please, you can also greet. Um, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Halamishke Faranoste Leprando Fahatariska. Thank you. Shesteprento Paranoste Vaskaha. Glory to Jesus. Amen. And after this, I looked and, and behold, a door was open in heaven, and the first voice, praise God. The first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will will show thee things which must be hereafter. Thank you, Father. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on it, and he that sat, that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight, like, like unto an emerald, praise God, and around, the, around about the throne were four and what, twenty seats. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed with white raiment, clothed in, clothed in white raiment, and they 
They had on their heads crowns of gold. Praise God. <clears throat> and out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Thank you, Jesus. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts, praise God, four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf. The third beast had a face as a man, and the, the fourth beast was was like a flying eagle, and the four beasts had each of them six wings, praise God, about him, and they were, they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come, and when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks... To him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders, they fall before him that sat on the throne and, and worshipped him, praise God. And they worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive Glory and honor and power. Praise God for thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure they are and were what? For thy pleasure they are and were created. Thank you, Jesus. Um, in Ephesians, let's see Ephesians chapter 1. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Ephesians chapter 1. Glory to Jesus. Praise God. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in, in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from, peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. And blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, who had blessed us with what? With all, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings where? In heavenly places. In, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Praise God. So um, this God had blessed us. We call him the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. The, the word God, the when they say God and Father, amen, God and Father, the word Father there means the person who produced him. So, so this God is his God, is <coughs> also his what? Is also, also his Father. His Father means that he is who, he who brought him forth, like who, who produced him, who raised him, um, who trained him, who, who, who built him up, and 
He said that this God and Father of Jesus has also blessed us, praise God, with what? With all spiritual blessings in where? In heavenly places. So, and um, you see, one of the, the main, it's very clear that the purpose of one of the main work of fatherhood is for blessing. <coughs> right? This, that one of the, the main purpose of fatherhood actually is to, is to give blessing. That's, that's the reason for um, fatherhood. It's not just to bless, but fatherhood is to make, is to, 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 to raise stature of blessing. Do you understand? It's to raise stature. So that's the job. I'm not talking about the fatherhood work that we've taken from the earth, which is to send our kids to school and make sure they have money and all that, and make sure you create an RESP for them, that an account they will use to go to school. Amen. Thank God for those things. But that's not the the biblical, um, that's not the biblical definition or the biblical purpose of fatherhood. Praise God. A father, um, a father of a, of a person, when you give birth to a child, the, you have a job not just to father the body, but also, fathering the body is easy. You did that by just giving birth to the person. Praise God. But fathering the, there's also a fatherhood role under God, right? Who, and that thing is worthy of honor, according to the scripture. You say, oh, parents, honor Sorry, children, honor, obey, obey your parents, praise God. Children, obey your what? Your parents in the Lord. Then he said what? Honor your father and your what? And your mother. That was father and mother there. There's parents in the Lord as your spiritual parents. Uh, praise God. Spiritual parents means are those who, those who parent you in the Lord. Praise God. So... It could be your biological parent. It could be also people who are not biological to you, who the Lord have sent to you to parent you in the Lord. There's, there's parenting, and then there's parenting in the Lord. They are different things. Praise God. So the ones, the one they said, they said obey. It doesn't mean don't obey your parents. But, <laughs> but, but, but the emphasis of that verse was obedience towards parents. Because he wasn't, teaching, it wasn't teaching kids at that point, right? If he was teaching maybe Sunday school to a five-year-old, he would say, look, obey your parents, obey your father, obey your mother, praise God. But he wasn't teaching, writing to kids in the natural. He was writing to grown men with beards and everything and and grown women. So he's telling them when it comes to your parents, you've moved into another level of, another dimension of parenting, which is parenting. So you were, before you were a child in the natural, but now you're grown up as a grown up person, but you might still be a child spiritually in your soul. So as a child in your soul, don't, don't think you finish obedience by obeying your biological parents, amen, that you might have journeyed into another season of obedience, where it's, it's now time to obey your parents, where in the Lord. Praise God. So, so they can tell a grown person, obey your parents in the Lord, but when it comes to your father and mother, okay, you have to honor them. Praise God. You have to do what? Uh-huh. You have to do what? You have to honor um, you have to honor your father and your 
and your mother. So that, that work of father and mother, God, that honor is not just honor. It's an honor from God, right? If God is saying, honor them, praise God. And then it means that there's something honorable about, about them, right? Because there's a job he gave to them. He said, parents, he said, you should train up a child in the way they should work. They should go. And then when, there's, when they are old, they will not uh, praise God. <clears throat> so it means, imagine such a power that heaven has given to parents to train up a child in the way that they should go. It means that a parent who's, who's fulfilling that chapter must have insight into the way the child, the child should go. Otherwise, you, you will train them how you feel, how you want them to go, but there's the way they should go. Every, every person has a way they should go. And one of the, the main responsibility of Parenting is to discern the way the child should go. It's, that thing comes from above. It comes from heaven. Amen. Amen. So a, a parent is supposed to do that and then train them up the way they should go so that when they are old, they will not do it. They will not depart from it. Praise God. So it's very clear that you see both spiritual parenting, um, physical parenting. In fact, physical parenting should be spiritual, ideally. <coughs> right? Even though that was lost from the earth. <laughs> that was very clear that, that what Adam did towards, was doing towards Abel, his children, was spiritual. What, you know, Abraham, then when um, Seth came towards Enos and Anko, amen, it was, it was very, very spiritual. Like what they were doing. So it wasn't just physical parenting, amen. And so that thing is, is, is worthy of honor. Thank you, Jesus. And... No, so what I was saying that the reason for, for fatherhood is to, is it's not just to bless. The blessing actually comes later. But the main reason for what for fatherhood is to raise a blessable individual. Right? You you raise to raise a soul that can be blessed. That's it's not every soul that's compatible with blessing, you know that. There are some souls that you fight to be blessed. Please, can you call me blessed? They won't like to be blessed. Because of there's there's something twisted in their stature, right? In their upbringing, the world has interfered with their development and made them incompatible with blessing. Praise God! And so that's that's the 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 war and the fight of fatherhood is to is to the father must win every war that wants to of fighting against the child from from connecting blessing to make war against such things, praise God, and then develop the child, the, to raise the stature of the child to, to a point where they can, they can flow into blessing, praise God. And then one of the combination of fatherhood is when the father then sees the child, he checks him and says, oh wow, you actually, you grew well. You grew well, you are the right person, and then he can put his hand upon them, praise God, and he can, he can confer blessing upon them. So, so this thing called blessing is is, um, praise God, the, the heritage, uh, the heritage of God is a blessed heritage, right? Anybody, if nobody should be around God without being blessed, you are, you are supposed to be, you are supposed to be, um, you are supposed to be a partaker of blessing because this God, he said that, he said, blessed be God, verse three, you see that? He said, <clears throat> he said, blessed be, blessed be the God and what? And the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Praise the Lord. So this God is, he himself is blessed, 
And then when he's um, that, the same being who, who, who is God, they, then they call him father, right? So in his fatherhood, the fatherhood state, they didn't just speak about him being the God of our Lord Jesus. He is his God, right? But he is also, also what? He's, he's also his father. And they, they now, when they spoke about his, his fatherhood, they now began to speak a bit further about his fatherhood. Not just his fatherhood to Jesus, <clears throat> but there is also an extension of the fatherhood of God towards us. Now, and how, you, how do you partake of the fatherhood of, of God or his fatherly ministry is you must come into the, the you, must, you must grow into the blessing, the things which he has kept. You see that. So he said, blessed, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, who had blessed us with what? With all, he has blessed us with all spiritual blessing. In where? In heavenly places in Christ. So, so you see, uh, what we're talking about, we're speaking about, we introduce, we're introducing the concept of blessing by God's grace on, <clears throat> on Saturday. And you say that blessing is, I said blessing, um, blessing is, what is blessing? It's that which, what? She, she's there. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> You shouldn't be cracking jokes, but maybe I, this is a very holy, holy moment. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. So give me I should ask her what blessing is because it's, it's her name. Blessing, not my name. I'm not going to ask it. <laughs> Praise God. So, uh, so we're saying, all we're saying about blessing, uh, who can remember? Which blessing are you? Is it this one or this? Yeah, okay, okay, the other one. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So what we're saying about blessing is that blessing is that which comes down from heaven. That's just, you want to define blessing. Blessing is, blessing is what heaven is carrying, what, what heaven is holding, what heaven is keeping. The, what blessing is, what is heaven pregnant with? Uh, praise God. What heaven is pregnant with? God designed heaven to be the blesser of the earth. What blesses the earth? That's heaven's job. Apart from it being a habitation for God, but it is also the, it's also the carrier of the blessings of God. Praise the Lord. Do you see that? And so he's saying that when it comes to all this spiritual blessing, he called it all, who had blessed us with all, all spiritual blessing. Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. Marientus erda mahata pardos kemeni hamanoti vaya. Rekamuron she jelem praste pri hemanoi. Ai malopa ila prai kofela hoske. Levinoi genje heaven. So pai omine kailu si premenita. Prastia mashi. Ledron mashi. Levenaha. Levenaha. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we obtain mercy. Obtain mercy, mercy. Matisa Taparanoske. Thank you. And Lord, we fetch we fetch utterance. Utterance. Asote prene. Eprendo. La prandeli prenoske. Gripaldo librenta breteli. Tamaranoske prata. 
lambra to repaskapren jo toy de ejai ha join johan join 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 john join jamai han join join johan join and join join johan join and join john jamai gun joma come i join and johan join john Assession and join John. Jamin Jai, Hemin Joy Heaven, Soy John, Amanda Coy John, Joy. Aaron Oscar, Press Pratifis, Press the Prano, Fedahon. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Ah, Mahama, Hama, 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 Hemi Hebrando, Varadar, Vedrendo, Adris, Sepretendrendo, Repaiski Hano, Rebano Cresto. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory. Mashi Madron, Shepreni Gia, Fazozi Ante, Vani Satas, Esepremini Fresto, Lebrai Tasukrehe, Poranoski, the Gelehevena, and Bref, Faradabratal, Apratalaban, Ramalu Preti, Repasukrehenos, Repasutinahata, Crescianto. Lo Pramahana, Grestu Kash Kamanto Sepenohoveno. Thank you, Father. Grace, we receive grace help. Masheno Tia Almaho, Fonahamo Si, Fotumeshi Pa Tuli Henoske, Tovren Opreni Kai Heaven Hoven Heavens, Sumia Televin Joy, Joy Prentobeji Henjoy, Op, Op Lek Lepan Klopen, Epranapali Hepanops, Apres. To bread a pref, prefessi, bresto, bresto, meske, breskeko, kremoske. Thank you. Just pray. Ask God to have mercy on you. Mercy, tamasato, prasisa proveno. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we obtain mercy. Mercy, mercy. Manisio, mercy. Maranosh. Shamara Mahoho, Ora Mahahos, Vecreto Lepranos. Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Lord, key us into blessing tonight. We want to key in. We want to key in. Let heaven open. Let heaven not shut itself, but grieve us, pave the way and give access, access, Lord, to the blessing. Amen. Heavenly blessing. And all trans, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. <clears throat> so, so he says that if you bless be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed, who had blessed us with, with all spiritual word. Blessing. So it says all spiritual blessings in in heavenly places. So they use the word places, 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 heavenly places. What the word heavenly places means means places in heaven, right? So it means that heaven has places that there is not just one place, but there are what there are places in heaven. Praise God. And that, so it also means that heaven is, heaven is divided and demarcated according to blessing. 
do you see that? It's, it's, there's so much in what the apostle was saying here. He's just, just speaking concerning what God has built and what God has kept in heaven. That he's saying that, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So it means the, the spiritual blessings are kept in heavenly places. And he said all spiritual means that you can't find spiritual blessing outside those places. Praise God. That nobody can ever come into spiritual blessing. Anything, if you say, okay, I'm a man on the earth, and then I've been blessed with spiritual things, then what you're saying is that I have received things that came from heaven. Right? Or I'm, I'm, I've received blessing. I mean, the, the places of heaven have released their blessing to me. Amen. So there's, there's a reason why that he's tying blessing to the places. He could have said that in heaven there maybe there is a bank in heaven that if you can gain, they can write a check for you to, into that bank where you can travel there and then open it and then you say, okay, I came to withdraw some money and then you get blessing, spiritual money. He said, no. It's, it's instead, it's tying the blessing to the places. Uh, it, there's a wisdom there. It's telling you that, that the, the blessing that is in heaven is in the places of heaven. Praise God. It's in what? It's, it's in the places of heaven. The places. So places means the region that God has placed. God's put placement of blessing in heaven. So if... So a soul that will come into the, the heavenly blessing, the, sorry, the spiritual, all spiritual blessing, to, to come into all spiritual blessing, you must know something concerning the places. Or you must have an insight, an access into heavenly places. Heaven, say heavenly places. You must have access into what? Into heavenly places. Say place place, heavenly place. So that what a place is, is, is somewhere you can go to. It's somewhere you can journey to. It's somewhere that access can be what? Can be given to. Praise God. Access can be given to the soul to come into what? Places where in heaven. Amen. Do you believe what they're saying here? Are you, are you sure? Okay, then in the book of Revelation, they open the eyes of John <clears throat> Now, Revelation chapter 4, there is, uh, from verse 1, he said that, he said, after this I looked and behold, a door was what? A door was opened in heaven. What's the meaning of that? That a door was open. A door was open. Now, what, does this mean that uh, this was it? Do you think this was just me vision or something? Like it was just his eyes, maybe a picture or a drama. Praise God. Um, that, oh, I looked and then I saw a vision. He would, have, he would have said it. I looked and then I, it was a vision of a door. He didn't say that it was a vision of a door. He said, I looked and behold, I saw. I saw. It means that it's not a vision of a door. It was an actual door that was open in heaven. 
praise God, an actual door that was open. And I said, what is the door? Was it a door like this that he just, you physically pass through? Is it a physical door that you pass through? Praise God. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a physical door. Um, it can't be a physical door. Even if there is a, a spiritual, physical aspect, if you can put it that way, maybe. If there is a physical, because when you say physical, what does it mean of physical? Well, physical. Physical means something that is relating to physique. Physique means um, physique. I don't know what the root of the word physical, but I picture it has something to do with the ability to be, to be, um, <clears throat> to be detected by touch or by feeling, by natural feeling. Praise God. Um, so, so I believe it's possible that when they say physical, physical means something you can physically touch, praise God. So, so if there is physical of this present world that you can touch with your hand, then, um, and we know that if, if you're tying physical to the body, right, the physical body, that anything the physical body can touch and handle is physical, or anything the physical body can perceive that has maybe mass that, that is material. Right? When you say the word material, material comes from the word matter. Matter means it is, it's, it's physically detectable. Praise God. Amen. Even, even what you can't touch, even the air, you can't see it, but you can still feel it. Praise God. You can still feel the, the molecules. Praise the Lord. So it's still physical. Light, physical light is still physical, even though you can't literally touch it, but it's still physical because it can be detected. Um, by the physical, the physical being, praise God. Now, but uh, but the if you read First Corinthians fifteen, you know that they are not just physical bodies; they are also spiritual. So, so if they are physical bodies, and then they are also spiritual. Now, when you say spiritual body, spiritual body is not talking of soul. Spiritual body is not soul. Neither is this spirit man. So you see somebody who has a spirit man and has a soul lives in a body, but you can live in a, spirit, in a physical body. And after a while, someone who lives in a physical body can switch and then be living in a spiritual body. Do you agree with what I'm saying? Praise God. You are, you are living in what? A, you are living in a spiritual body. And, and in the state when the person is living in a spiritual body, they have spirit, soul, and body. They have spirit, what? Soul and what? And body, but they are there. I said they are bodies celestial. They are bodies terrestrial. Praise God. The word celestial, that's First Corinthians chapter 15. Amen. The word celestial means heavenly. Amen. It means what? Heavenly. So it means their bodies celestial. Their bodies what? Terrestrial. Praise God. So a celestial body is a spiritual kind of body for the spiritual realm, the spiritual body for the spiritual realm. There is spiritual realm in creation. Do you agree with that? It's not, when you say, ah, the realm of the spirit, realm of the spirit is not some figurative something. That it's, not, it's not like an abstract, it's not a concept. You say, ah, okay, in the spirit. And it's, no, there's actually realm called spiritual. That when you move into that realm, if there are bodies in that realm, it means it also has a space. There's also spiritual space. You don't agree with me? 
Praise God. You agree? There's also what? There's also space. It's, but it's not space as in physical. There's what you call spiritual what? Spiritual space. In the, in the, in the spiritual space, there, is, there are concepts like height. There are concepts like depth. The Bible speaks about such things. Height and what? And depth. There's height, there's depth. Praise the Lord. And then you see, the physical realm is just is a, is a, is a particular part, small part of creation. The, God, the created wall, the, the created realm, what God, what God created was spiritual, and then there is the physical aspect where earth and all earth's surroundings is. Do you understand that, sir? But when you go up to the height, if you go up to the height, you can, from true height, you can pass from the physical into the spiritual and move into a spiritual dimension. And also depth. If you go, there's, if you, depth is not digging the earth. <laughs> That's not where depth. Depth is not, is not digging the earth, praise God. Depth, because the earth is going around, is a ball that goes round and round. If you dig the earth, you can come out on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. So that's not where depth is, but where all of the physical things are, there is, it's in a realm that is surrounded by also height and, and also there's also depth. You see that spiritually. The Bible speaks concerning those, those things. Amen. So in the, in the realm of the spirit, there, is, there, are, there are spiritual bodies. Like our Lord Jesus Christ now has a spiritual body. But that spiritual body is a very awesome kind of beautiful body that it can, where is it? It's in heaven now. It's not there with physical body. It's there with his spiritual body. But that spiritual body can come to the earth and be physical. Because the spiritual is higher than the physical. Right? So it can, it can always take on the physical form. This way an angel can come now and manifest itself with a physical body, which you saw such things in the Bible. An angel can just come and be talking with Abraham or any of those guys and they look at them. In fact, angels came to Sodom and Gomorrah and they went to sleep with them, right? They went to bring the, say, bring the angel, those gay guys, bring them out. Let's, so for them to do that, it means that the angel, they must have had a manifestation that was physical. But it's very clear that's not the, that's not the, primary, um, that's not the primary form of their of their body, of their cloth, that, that if they, when they move into the spiritual realm, they can transition, their body can transition into a spiritual kind of shape and a spiritual kind of form. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Um, so, um, so, when, so John said that I saw, I saw a door opened in where? After, look, after this, I looked and behold, a door was what? was opened in heaven. A door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard as, was as it were of a trumpet that was talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things, which must be what? Must be hereafter. Come up hither, and I will what? Show thee what? Things, which must be what? Hereafter. Amen. And immediately I was, I, I was in the spirit, though. So, 
The word spirit here is not Holy Ghost. Do you see that? So at some point he was, when they first saw him in chapter 1, he said, I was on the isle called Patmos. That isle was a, one of the Greek islands physically in, on the earth, which was physical. He was there with his physical body. Praise God. And then by this time, um, thank you, Jesus. So, but later in chapter 4, he says, um, immediately I, I was in the spirit and then behold a throne. So after they opened up a door to heaven for him. Now, you, you don't disbelieve these things. You believe these things that they are true. You have to believe them. Praise God. <laughs> you have to believe them. Like someone like Elijah, for example. Elijah went to heaven. He didn't die. Where is his body? Couldn't find. His body is not on the earth anywhere. He's not on the earth. His body is not on the earth anymore. He, by a chariot of fire. Right? A chariot of fire came and took him. And then he went. He, he actually went up. So for him to go up, it means somehow there must have been a change of what his body into, into a, a spiritual kind of body. And he went with his soul. Right, he went with his soul and with um, his own spirit, the spirit that he had. He went with the spirit he had. He went with his soul. Praise God. Are you seeing that? And then he went up into, into heaven by a chariot of fire. Glory to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, who else went up? Jesus himself went up too. All right, Jesus went up. Elijah went by fire. Jesus went by cloud. Praise God. So... And when you see fire and fire and cloud, those are those are those are heavenly manifestations, right? Fire, fire and cloud. You saw an, an angel came in the wilderness, right? And then they said that this angel will be switching between being a fire and a cloud, right? At, during the day he will be a pillar of cloud to you. Then after a while he will switch to being what a being a pillar of what being a pillar of fire. Praise God. So, so you see cloud and fire. There's something about those things um, that, um, that they, they, they speak about heaven in a sense. Uh, they, speak, they speak concerning fire and cloud. They speak about the, the, the materiality of the spiritual realm. There's something about them. They, so it seems like those two properties, fire, you see fire, you see cloud, praise God. Fire and cloud, they seem like, they are, those are physical things, but they seem close in, in maybe in attribute or in their materiality to, to spirit. They are very close to spirit. Praise God. They are very what? They are very close to spirit. What is fire? What is fire? Like, what, what is fire? Fire is... Um, I don't know. Does anybody know what, what fire really constitutes? Fire is just fire, right? <laughs> right? Is fire liquid, solid, or gas? They taught us that matter is in three states. Liquid, solid, and what? So what state of matter is fire? It's something, it's something else, right? What? You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Okay. Does, it, does anybody know? Praise God. There are, there are more states of matter. See, everything they taught us in physics, don't, don't settle that. 
The problem is that sometimes those guys, they don't ask questions, you know. Well, they, when they tell us, we just take it. But Praise God. But there are more states of matter. Fire, gas, yes. Gas, and then fire. Sorry. What? Liquid, solid. Liquid, solid, and gas. Praise God. But we're not too sure where fire falls in. Is fire a gas? Fire is not a gas. You can light gas and fire will come out. Do you know what I mean? So, and then you can also light maybe liquid, which is like petrol, and fire will come. Praise God. Or you can burn wood, which is solid, and fire will come. So, so fire is just is something else. We don't really understand it too well. Maybe because it consumes everything that comes near it. So we've not been able to study it too much. Praise God. Are you seeing, are you seeing that? So there are still things that we've not touched. For example, cloud. Have you studied cloud? Has anybody studied cloud before? Even though they will say cloud is a mixture of water and gases. I agree, but when I'm in the, in the airplane and I look at the thing, if it's... You almost feel like I can cut it, you know what I mean? Can, but it's, can you cut like a gas? It's almost like it's, it's almost like it's like a gas. It says mixture between gas and water. But there's something there. You can't cut water. You can't cut. There's something about a cloud. The cloud can just descend just together. You see it and you can see it moving in its configuration. It's not shifting. There's something about the cloud. It's, those are strange aspect of physical of physio, the physical realm that we don't fully understand. I believe that scientists will have an answer for what the cloud is, but I, don't, I won't believe them fully. <laughs> I won't believe them fully. I will believe them a little, but I know there are gases there for sure. I know that there's moisture, liquid there. I agree with that, but there's something about the materiality, about the cloud. You know what I mean? Why can't you catch it and then bottle it and bring it down or something? There's something. Why is it staying there? Why can't you trap it? You know what I mean? Praise God. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a cloud? They say that, ah, we brought a cloud down and we store it inside the room. But you can store water, you can store gas, you can store, you get what I'm saying, but why not cloud? So there's something about that thing. Praise God. Are you, are you getting me? So, so to me, what I feel is that those... Those things, they are closer to, they are closer to spiritual in their materiality. It's more than, they are almost, they are getting to the border of, from the physical, those things. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Yes. Paranoske Prahato.
Thank you, Father. Malakata. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Breta telia zotavena matila katali ereboshta. Evrati pesontia nakatabada bada 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 boshta. Malia tata talia katata talia katata tata 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 talia. Even the physical, even the physical is much, much spiritual than you know. It is much more spiritual than you know. It is much more spiritual than any man can know. For they are the works of my hand. They were bred out of me. They were out of me. So they are mysteries. They are mysteries. For the things that you see, even in the natural, they are way spiritual than you can know. Until you rise, until you rise, until you are an heavenly being, then you can properly discern and know that even the natural, the physical, is much more spiritual than you can know. For you were giganti, but they are mysteries. They are mysteries. For I am a mystery, so they are mysteries. I am a mystery, so they are mysteries. For there are many, 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 many things that have been wrongly defined. There are many things that have been wrongly defined. For my sight will come and raise you and raise you and make you mysterious that you may know mystery. That you may know mystery. That you may know mystery. For these are hidden secrets. For these are hidden secrets. These are hidden, hidden secrets. Hidden secrets. They are hidden, hidden secrets. They are hidden secrets. They are mystery. They are mystery. For everything you see, they are spiritual. They are spiritual and they even testify of me. For you need to see. You need to see. Eyes need to be open. For new definition needs to come. And definitions are coming. Definitions are coming. The real meaning of things are coming. The true meaning of things are coming. The ordained the things that I made, the meaning are coming. For men are fallen and they are fallen short of my glory. For my glory will begin to unveil mystery. Yes. Mystery. Mystery. Mystery, eating mysteries, eating mysteries, my mysteries, my mysteries. For everything I made are spiritual. Everything I made are spiritual. Much more than you can imagine. Much more than you know. For everything is spiritual. And I am making them on. I am unveiling mysteries for you to begin to know them. For you begin to know them, says the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you. 
Times and seasons, times and seasons, times and seasons, times and seasons, times and seasons. I hear times and seasons, times and seasons, times and seasons. For the oppression of my fire and my cloud are in times and seasons. They are in times and seasons, times and seasons. May I operation as fire and of cloud is for the raising of my image. It is for the raising of my image. The operations, the operations of me as fire. I have come to you as fire. I will come to you as cloud. I have to come. I have to come as fire and cloud to you. I have to come. It's times and in season. It is times and it's season. I will come as fire and I will yet come as cloud for to raise and perfect the image for to raise and perfect the image these are my operations fire and cloud fire and cloud fire and cloud for to raise for to raise for to raise for to raise my image to raise my image to raise my image and even to lead you in the raising of my image the operations and fire of cloud it isn't Times and season. It is in times and season. My fire and my cloud for to thank raise you, my image. Le preteniza. Oh, thank you. Glory to Jesus. Praise God. Father, we bless your name. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Kara Mahoria Caprohonia, Repasa to Limbra Hata Kikar or Skifer or Skibraheva, Avranician to refresh the Priasco, Lady Kanja or Long Toy, El Ilprish, Sepriferes, Tai Cray, Elfren, Roprefi, Elfren Os, Fratala Igra and Shombrehe Halamon Creek, Efren, Opri, for all Shatai El Prent to Ligarama, O Cleva and Gloch, Shaishian. Lora oppressed, fresh and do Rahaiglendo, fresh separate. Prehani heaven a hog, Veran having a hog. Rush Taprahan, the Stoprahan, the stone, Drahan, apron. Ah, ah, come a hog, come a hog, come a hog. 
Tarashtiha. <laughs> I bring my fire. I come as fire for to briganti ligante li osopente legadega. Alla braba baba zata vagada boshta. Malita bate vanta latila. I am fanning the flame of my fire. I am fanning the flame and mamase. I am fanning the flame of my fire to quench, to quench, and to burn down images, to burn down images, to burn down images. I am fanning the flame of my fire to burn down images and as images are being burnt, I am raising my image. I am raising my image. I am raising my image. My fire, I flame, I flame. I am flaming. I am flaming, flaming the flame in the fanning, the fanning, the fanning of the flame of my fire. Fanning the flame of my fire to burn of chaff, to burn of chaff, to burn of chaff, to raise my image, to raise my image that my cloud of glory would come, that my cloud of glory would rest, that my cloud of glory would It is the image that is raised by my fire that the cloud of my glory will rest upon, that the cloud of my glory will rest upon. For my fire, my fire, I am flaming, I am flaming up, I am flaming up, I am flaming up, flaming up, flaming up, for to consume images. For my fire is the greatest fire, for wrong fires have been burning but my fire is the consuming fire it is the consuming fire it will swallow up all wrong fires it will swallow i have come to swallow up fires i have come to swallow up fires that my glory my glory will rest that my glory will rest purify purify it is my operation purify 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 pass through fire i have come that you pass through me pass through my fire pass through my fire that my glory will rest i have come i am fanning the flame of my fire i have come with my fan and my fire for to burn of chaff for to burn of chaff for to burn of chaff and to raise my image that my glory will rest says the spirit of the lord Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Mercy, bless the bread. Renos, bless the previous. Repata. Fahano, 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 Fahanos. Damali Kasko. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Praise God. Praise God. Let's continue. Amen. The Lord is going to bless us today. Thank you, Father. Lord, we give glory to your name. 
Bless you. Thank you. Lord, come and bless us. Thank you. We are, we are opening up our heart, Lord, to this, to this ministry, to heavenly ministry. Lord, come and bless us. Let our depths connect. Let the depth of every soul, Lord, let it every, every depth now, every depth now, every, let every depth be opened up. Let the depth of every soul be opened up, oh God, to, to partake, to partake, to partake, to part, to take part, to take part, to take their part, the baptized depths, depths now, Lord, Lord, into their part, Lord, in this ministry. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. So I think it's very clear that heaven, what, that what heaven is keeping, heaven is, heaven is keeping those, those heavenly places. There is, there is the outer, there's the outer realm of heaven. Pray, which is, the outer realm of heaven is heaven. It's also a place in heaven. But it is not the, it is not, it's, it's a place in heaven, but it's not the, the shell is not, it's part of the thing, but it's not the thing. The shell is that which is covering the, what is inside. You know, the fir, when you're going to heaven, the first heaven is, the first heaven is heaven, it's heavenly, but it is not the, it doesn't, you don't find the content of heaven. In the first heaven. But the, the first heaven is the layer that keeps the heavens. They, they are the heavens where the, the blessings are stored. Where the, the real treasure of heaven are stored. And we, and we know that those realms are mainly in two dimensions. So, that, so they are the, the first heaven is actually the, is the gates, is the, is the entrance realm. Is actually the is the realm of is actually the, the 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 realm of the outer covering of heaven, praise God. But the the inward realms of heaven, those are the realms where praise God that that carry the 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 main the main essence. What do you call it? The the content. They carry the main content. Praise God of heaven. It's very clear that those realms are. There are, there are two kinds of realms. There's the fire realm and the glory realm. Praise God. There's the fiery realm, amen, and there's what? The glory realm. So, so when you talk about that heavenly blessing are mainly two, two, in two orders. Praise God. That heavenly blessing are mainly in two, what? In two orders or in two dimensions. They are in two dimensions. Heavenly blessing are in two dimensions. There is the, there's, there's a fiery blessing, of heaven, and then there is the glorious blessing of heaven. Praise God! According to the, the 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 heavens, which the first heaven is what is keeping. Amen. So the, another word for those those inward realms of heaven. Those are the they are also the realms of inheritance. Praise! You see that they are the what? They are the realms of what? They are the realm where you. You begin to inherit things. Another word is they are also the realm of, of nature treasures. When I say nature treasures, it means they are they are places where they, they kept the treasure of natures. Like the, when I say nature, I mean I've, I, I explain nature as blessing, 
Right? That's a, the, the blessed nature, where they kept the real blessing, beginning first from the first realm, which is fiery. Praise God. And then the what? The next realm of heaven, which is what? Which is glorious. Praise God. Now, what, what God is raising is very clear that the, where God kept the inheritance of the church, the, the church doesn't begin to touch its inheritance until it has been able to pass through and break into the, first of all, the, 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 it, it, until it has arrived at the mountainous realm of heaven. Praise God. If you are able to open up mountain, you know, they will say to heaven, sorry, you find that there's a mountain in heaven. And that that mountain that's in heaven, that until a soul begins to climb that mountain, you've not begun journey in heaven. Do you understand that? That there's actually a mountain, praise God, in, in heaven, that it is the, the people, that mountain is called Zion. Let's see Hebrews, praise God. Let's see quickly Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 12. Let's, let's see. Verse, um, <clears throat> verse 22, Hebrews 12, verse 22, but, but you, are, you are come unto Mount Zion. You are come unto Mount It's talking about spiritual coming. Praise God. You've come unto what? Mount Zion and unto the city of the what? Living God. So he was t- t- telling this Hebrew church, actually, because this church, they had journeyed in the spirit to a point where they had arrived somewhere. Amen. So these beings had arrived at the place where they call Mount Zion. There is Mount Zion in the spirit. They call Mount Zion, then they call it the city of what? The the Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Then the heavenly what? Jerusalem. And then to an innumerable company of angels. Verse 23 to the general assembly and what? Church of what? The firstborn, which are written where? In heaven. And to God, the judge of all, and to the what? Spirits of who? Of just men made perfect. Amen. Now, when they say, they call Mount Zion, they call, they say you have come to Mount Zion, you can look at it as a mountain. Then they speak of it unto the city of the living God. The city of the living God is, 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 is the heavenly Jerusalem. Praise God. The, the, what? the city of what? Of the living God is what? The, the heavenly Jerusalem. That heavenly Jerusalem is the heavenly city. This heavenly Jerusalem here is not the, is not this, the city that came out from God in Revelation chapter 22. <clears throat> in Revelation chapter 22, there's also a city in chapter 22. That one, let's see it very quickly. Praise God. I will, I will be blessed today. So there's, sorry, 21, not 22. Revelation chapter 21, he called it the holy city. Right, that says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem. So this is not, this is not just the heavenly Jerusalem. 
They call this one the New Jerusalem. So the New Jerusalem is that which cometh down from God out of heaven. So it cometh down from God, from God, out of heaven. So its, its main origin is that it comes down from God. That's its main origin. So that, this city that cometh out from God is not the city of the living God. The word city of the living God is the city of the everlasting God. Now, you know that if you arrive at the city of, the, of, a, of, a, of a, let's say this is God's city, when you arrive at his city, you've not yet arrived at him yet. It doesn't necessarily mean you've arrived at him. There's a difference between that kind of, this is, a, this is this chapter 22, 21 of Revelation, Every, a lot of things here are different. And they begin to describe the difference between when you say new, new is different. New, a new city, for example, in the new city, there's no need for a temple inside the new city. But in the heavenly city, it's not necessarily like that. In the, in the present, in the present heaven, the city of the present heaven, it's not necessarily like that. You still, in fact, heaven is a temple. And then heaven is a temple of temples. Do you see that? So when you go into the first heaven, what, is, what the first heaven is keeping are actually temples. There's the first temple. Then there's the temple of, there's a temple of God in heaven. Praise God. So that what, the temple of God where the testimony is, is actually God's own temple in heaven. You see that? So it's very clear that in the present heaven is actually heaven that, co- that has temples. What in it. But in this, this other one, this city, there will be no temple because God himself and the Lamb, there will be what? The temple. It means that this city that you will see is, is a city where there is no space inside the city that's not completely married and one with the nature of God and the Lamb. So one of, one of the main reasons for temple is to deal with disparity. Praise God. You, when you say that when there's a disparity, there's, you see a temple there. The purpose of the temple is, the temple is the, the place that carries the destiny of the city. Right? Do you, do you understand that? The temple carries what so, because the temple contains, I mean in the present now, I mean before the new, not the new one, in the way it is right now, both in heaven but in the, the pattern which Moses received from God, so in the same pattern which David gave unto Solomon, which, which he built the temple, is the same thing. It's the same pattern of Jerusalem, physical Jerusalem, that has a temple, praise God. Amen, in Zion. So the concept is that the temple, the temple is the, this, the temple carries the prophetic life of the city. That everyone in the city, they're not living according to that standard yet, but those who are in the city, they should be comers. They should, the purpose of coming to a temple or joining to a temple is to fetch the accurate life. Do you understand that? The reason for a temple is for what? To fetch and to receive the accuracy of living. What is how the men in this city ought to live? You find the life within the temple. So the, the reason for every temple is to culture the city. And raise the city to a point where there will no longer be need for a temple. Do you see that? That's, so it means that any city that still has a temple is not yet a perfect city. 
That's a sign that the city is not yet perfect, that it still needs a temple. <clears throat> and so, are you seeing that? Uh-huh. So, um, so in the, in, the, in the current, the present Jerusalem, um, so this, when they, they call this the city of the living God, means that in heaven you find the city where you, where you can, where the living God abides in, but once you arrive in this city, it doesn't mean you've arrived at the living God. It just says that this is his city. But it's very clear that this, the living God has his temple within the city. Are you seeing that? It's the temple. And when you, when you see Jerusalem, when you see a city, every city called Jerusalem is a, is a, is a, is a different kind of city. One of the things that make it called Jerusalem is that it's a city that is a mountain. That once you enter there, you start climbing. That you can't, you can't be in that city and not climb because of the terrain. There's something about the terrain of the city. That the, the purpose of the city is to take you upward. That's the, the, the reason for it. Jerusalem. And that word for Jerusalem means is the habitation of peace. What does that mean? It means that the purpose of this, it, the city is for peace. Is to make peace. Do you see that? What, what do you say? To remove disparity. Are you seeing that? It's to remove disparity, to remove a difference, difference in nature. The, Jerusalem is a, is, a, is a terrible terrain. It's, a, it's, not an, it's not a place to come and relax. It's a word to he who is at ease in Zion. You don't, Zion, that Zion is, is Jerusalem, is the city of God. So it's a, it's a, Zion is a mountainous city, or Jerusalem, is, it, these are types in the Bible. So it's a city of, of, of mountain which is mean that it's a city of ascension. Praise God. It's a city of ascension. It's a city that should make a soul, a soul who has not yet made peace. Once you get into the city, you discover that everybody in the city have one thing in mind of perfecting worship, making peace. There's something, everybody, nobody is just, just at ease. At ease means, you know, the life of ease, which other guys live. You won't find that in that city. Everybody's at attention. And the tension is for the, for the upward journey, that everything about the city calls you to journey. Everything as a city. When, when John was hearing in the book of Revelation chapter 4, he said, I saw a door open in heaven, and I heard a voice say, come up here. That's the sound that comes from the city. It's time to come up. It's upward. Everything about God's city is upward. It's, it's that when, when, you begin to, when you begin to interact with the city of God, you can you begin to hear calls within your being. That's how you, that's a sense that a soul has has what has cast the plan. Thank you, Jesus. The sense that the soul has begun to interact with such ministry, which is heavenly ministry, is you all you begin to hear, come, 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 you come up. You say that for, for you have come to Mount Zion. Are you seeing that? Praise the Lord. You have come, verse 22. Ye are come, sorry. Hebrews 12, verse 22, ye are come. So, so it means the mountain of Zion. The mount of Zion is a mountain of commas. You know, not every soul is a comma. Praise God. Not every soul is what? A comma. Any soul who is not a comma, those are the ones who are at ease. And it's a woe to such a soul who is at, a soul who is at ease in the, in the, in the city of, of coming. 
in the city of Jonias, the city of Sojourners. Woe to such a soul who is what? Who is at ease. So he says, but you are come unto Mount Zion. So Zion is the, Zion is the city of the living God. And, but that city is also a mountain, right? Inside that city is, in that city is a mountain. And in that mountain contains an innumerable company of angels. Thank you, Father. Verse 22, it says, But ye are come unto Mount Zion, right, and unto the city of the living God, and, and the heavenly, what, Jerusalem, and to what, an innumerable, what, company of angels. Let's just take that part. I don't want to go to verse 23 because that's going into something. Because when they're not going to say, okay, because this place in verse 12, they are talking concerning, they are speaking about the journey of this Hebrew church. So the, the journey into the realm of verse 22. But that's not where they haven't, that's not the end of their journey. They, they pushed themselves further into verse 23. It's another, it's another dimension within that city or within the, the journey among the innumerable company of angels. Are you seeing that? Then they now arrived at a place called the General Assembly of, and then the Church of the Firstborn, which are what? Written in heaven. So it's very clear there that for you to arrive at this point of verse 23 is for people who have journeyed, who have made climb by their journey, and then access inheritance. So the way that your, a person's name gets written in heaven is by inheriting the land. You have inherited it. So when your soul becomes like it, then they say that your name has then been written in heaven. So, so these people who they call the, this company of the church of the firstborn, they are p- people who have journeyed to a point of their name being written. They, so when their name has been written, they have accessed the first inheritance. But anybody below, beyond this point doesn't have a name that is written where in heaven. So they call it, what, what they call the, the general assembly and then the church of the firstborn. Is, so the church of the firstborn is a church of people whose names have where, what, been written in where? In heaven. Praise the Lord. And then say, and then to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of what just men made perfect. So when they say they've come to judge of God, the judge of all, we know that God is not in the mountain. God is actually above the mountain. So the school that these guys were, were actually uh, supposed to have been, been in is not just the school of the mountain. It's the school of judgment. Praise God. So if you want to picture these people in the spirit, you see that they have they moved into heaven. They, they journeyed through the realms of fire. And then they now access the school of glory. So these are beings. Anytime you talk about the, the, the realm of judgment, to unto God, the judge of all. The realm of judgment, we're hearing from Light of America, you shall understand very clearly that the realm of of judgment is the realm of glory. So when you come to 
before God, the judge of all, means that you have come to the school of glory. So, and then they got to this school and they were having issues in that school. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, so what, um, but first of all, to get there, the soul must first of all pass through what the, you must ascend. You must ascend the first realm of heaven. Praise God. The soul must do what? Ascend what? The first what? Realm. When a soul is ascending the first realm of heaven, you are not necessarily, it's not necessarily the realm of inheritance, but it is, it is, the, it is a place where they, is a walk, it's actually a walk, I don't know how to, how to describe it. It's a, it's a, it's a realm where you, is where, that's the point where the soul must lose its attachment to earthly things. Actually, the first heaven is the world of separation. That's the, the job. The job of the work of the first heavenly realm is not to give you, necessarily to give you the inheritance of, that the heaven is keeping, but it's, it's really to separate you from the earth. That realm is a, is a is separate. So in that place, wars occur. It's actually there are wars of, there are war, war of principality, war of powers, war of might, and then war of what? Dominion. War of principalities, war of power, war of what? Might. So who are those principalities, power, might, and dominion? Those are not, those are not beings of the of the dominion of God's throne. Rather, they are beings with power to dislodge soul from dominions of the earth. Are you seeing? So, God is, this is spiritual intelligence. God, God had to, there's the dominion of his throne, but he had to create an outward dominion. That is, is, is actually the first realm that you, you put in the out, outer heaven, the shield of heaven, is the that realm is, is meant to war with, is, is, is meant to war with the grip of the terrestrial. Is to, is to, to, to remove the, the fingers of the terrestrial from his soul. They actually, those beings there, they are beings of separation. They are, they are anointed to separate men from the earth. Praise God. Do you agree with what I'm saying? Those, they call them all realms. All, let's see that in... Um, in Psalm, thank you, Father. In Psalm 103, 103, 103. Psalm 103, verse, verse 19. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 103, verse 19, it says, it says, the Lord has prepared his throne where? He's, he prepared his throne in the heavens. So he's not just talking about his throne in heaven. It's inside the heavens, so heavens, many. The, the, the heavens, that's three, obviously. Then he prepared his throne in them. So his throne is actually is at the nucleus of the heavens. Right? So I mean, where his throne is, it's not just one heaven covering it. There are heavens around his throne. Are you seeing that? He prepared his throne in the world, in the heavens, and then... His kingdom ruled over all. He prepared his throne in heaven. And then, what's the meaning of his kingdom ruled over all? His kingdom ruled. So, 
it's very clear that heaven is a, is a place of the rule. There is difference between rule and reign. But this rule is telling you that, that it roulette is God in heaven. God is, God is a ruler in heaven. All right. Praise the Lord. So that what? Roulette over all. That all is all, all the realms of heaven. Means that that realm is that you cannot find any place in heaven that does not submit unto his dominion. There's no sphere. There's no space in heaven where God's dominion doesn't touch because of where his throne is from that place. His kingdom ruleth over what? Over all. Praise God. And then so you see that, you see why at the, at the first outer shell of heaven, why God must put works of dominion there. You have to put works of dominion. Why? Because of anything that, that those beings who occupy that realm they are the ones who, 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 they are the ones who, who enforce the rule of his kingdom over all. That anything that's not interested in being ruled by him can never pass them. Those are beings. They are beings that, they say, this, this anything above us, they are all places of his dominion. These are, anything here, you're not interested in this dominion, don't come here. Those are, those are beings. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So he says that the Lord had prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruled over all. Then verse 20, bless the Lord ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, <coughs> hearkening unto the voice of his word. Verse 20, 21, bless the Lord all ye his hosts, then you ministers of his that do his pleasure. Verse 22, that's another realm that's coming out from where his throne is. There's a realm of of his angels. Then you come into the realm of his ministers. Praise God. Then verse 22, bless the Lord all his what? Walks in all places of his what? Dominion. Are you seeing that? All his walks. So that, that's the outer realm. Outer realm is, now why are they telling out of each realm, why are they saying bless? Bless the Lord. 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 You're talking about that word blessing is their, that is their conversation. The conversation of, of, the conversation of God's dominion is blessing. Every time you see the conversation of God's dominion, you know that it is, it's fought. You can't introduce God's dominion without introducing blessing. That's, that's actually the reason for God's kingdom in creation is to, is to bless. It's actually blessing. Heaven is for blessing. So it's very then clear that you will now see why they say this in, in, in Ephesians chapter 1 that who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So it's very clear that all those blessings are the blessing in all places of his dominion. So all spiritual blessings in heavenly places are blessings in where? In all what? places of his dominion. So each of those realms you said, bless the Lord, all you his what? His angels. Then bless you the Lord, all you his hosts, all his what? All his hosts. And then 22, bless the Lord all his works in what? All what? Places. Bless you the, the Lord in all what? Places. 
of his dominion. Then bless the Lord finally, oh my soul. That's the realm of the living soul. Praise God. So, so those works in the places of his dominion, they are, they are, the, the, they are, they are beings of, of separation. <clears throat> they are beings of what? They are, they are beings of separation. What is separation? Separation just means introduction to the dominion of God. That's what, when they are separating a soul from separation means introduction to what? Uh-huh. So when, when they said to, to you in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, that therefore come out from among them and be you what? Separate. So when they are calling you, come out from them. Where are they calling you to come out from? They are calling you, that word call, that's what I want us to know, that the call of coming out is the coming out from the earth to heaven. You can, there is no separation. The separation is not, is not uh, horizontal. That's not separation. Spiritual separation is not horizontal. Spiritual separation is vertical. When a soul, to separate a soul means to lift them up, raise them up. It's actually to, to separate a soul is to give a soul access to heaven. It's the, it's the first is the first installment of making you heavenly. The first installment of making a soul heavenly is to minister separation toward to the soul. And I said that now let's see that that separation. So in, in that Second Corinthians chapter six, come out from among them, be ye separate. But you didn't understand the you don't understand what does that ministry of separation look like. For you to come into that ministry of separation, there are beings who must empty, who must bring their nature conversation to you. What kind of beings? Talking about dominions, principalities, powers, beings of might, and then beings of what? Dominion. Those are the beings who what? Who will bring their what? They bring their their nature. Do you agree with me? So there's something about those beings. What what was that? When I say bring the nature, what do I mean? What do I mean by that? You must just have to. You must be aligned with what they are aligned to. There's a way that those beings are aligned. What they are aligned. There's an alignment to the order of God's dominion, which they have by nature. That every soul. So you are seeing then that. Separation, you, can't, you can never have separ- the conversation of separation without some sort of alignment with will of God. You, you want to really extray and speak concerning the separated nature. What does it look like? Who does the separated soul look like? There's a way they are. There's a way they, they, can, they speak. There's a conversation. When you see a separated soul, they have, they have a, a tongue. Their tongue is tied to the wheel. There's something about their, their being. It's a tuning. It's a tuning. They, tune, they, they become inwardly tuned to the wheel. That's a sign of a soul. Even if they might not know the wheel, it's possible that a soul that has been separated might not yet know the wheel. Praise God. But, there's, but 
Separation is, is also a blessing. It's a kind of a, a nature, a stature. Separation is a kind of a stature. When you see, when heaven looks at his soul that's not separated, they know. It's, they, they, they look, they can they search. They can search within the heart. They will search and they won't find an attitude. It's an attitude that they are searching for. It's an attitude that even if the soul might not yet know the will of heaven, but there's an attitude concerning the will that they have. Does that make some sense to you? It's an attitude that when, when such a soul, he doesn't know the will, but he knows there's a will. Such a person knows there's a will. And when you, when you begin to, to bring a conversation around such a soul that is not will conversation, they, they hate it. When you, bring, when, you, when you come around a soul who's, who is partaking of such ministry, means a soul, a soul that thrones are ministering to, like, I mean principalities and powers, might and then dominions, or beings or God's works in places of his dominion. When they begin to come around a soul, the soul begins to behave differently and, and they, some things can begin to offend the soul. When, when you come around the soul and you begin to talk, oh, I just felt like they, they get angry. They say, why are, you, why are you just feeling like doing something? It's a, there's something about them. It's a, it's a holy, it's a separated animosity and hatred for living your own way. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is, some, some souls don't have that. When you see a soul that doesn't have that, that soul hasn't yet begun the journey of heaven. It's still, it's a sign that the soul is still tied to the earth. It's still tied. When you, it's so, a sign of such a soul is that you will, you will when you open cons, the, the concept of the will to the soul, the soul can still take, look at it, and then, ah, wow, thank you for sharing this with me. Awesome, wow, I didn't know this before. And then, thank, thank you so much. I'm so glad I came to see you today. And then when they go away, what happens? What you said doesn't mean anything. The life can just continue. Like what you said doesn't mean something. Are you gonna, it's, it's just, it's just some, it's not, it's not, um, it is that there is something that they've not gained the separation of what? The separation of the will of God. <clears throat> Do you understand? It's a separated soul, a soul that has not yet experienced the separation, when the revelation of God or the standard of, no, the God's standard has smell and savour. Before you open it, you can be smelling it from afar. And then you can smell and you can see the person who's bringing it. You can scent him and smell him coming from afar. A soul who is, hasn't, hasn't been, received the ministry of separation, such a soul will not, doesn't, that is, it's something about the servant. When, when he was talking to Peter, 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 that servant is not a thing that be of God. When Jesus was talking about ascension and all of that. And then Peter began to get angry. Why? Because of his, that is an attitude. Was an attitude. It means in his reaction he had no care for the will of God. Right? He was, he was more, he was, his heart was more captivated by that tendency. Jesus must just stay here. You see this life we are living here? This is our life. Nothing must tamper with this life. 
You couldn't see anything, then God said, Thou savourest not the things which be of God. You savour the things that be of men. Are you seeing savour? Yeah. Jesus didn't say, You don't understand the things of the kingdom. That would have been too high an expectation for him. So God spoke about the first, Jesus spoke about the first expectation, which is savour. The first expectation is savour. You see that Paul used the word aroma. He calls it the aroma of Christ. And Paul could differentiate that there will, when he's landing, his aroma is coming. You begin to see souls begin to react differently. Some souls become unstable. You see, you see, you see a solid individual. Wow, this guy is, is very, very, he knows what he wants. He knows, he's very, he knows what he's going for. Very, very, very thorough. He thinks through things and everything. And you feel like this guy can, would like this kind of thing. When you bring the server of Christ, you see what very, very diligent and put together so becomes what? It begins to fall apart. Today is tomorrow. No more. Are you get what I'm saying? It's why? Because of what you're bringing is, you're bringing a server that's offensive to the, to, the, to the senses of such a person because you, you are bringing something. It doesn't smell like what he sold. <laughs> enjoys. Are you getting what I'm saying? God's will has a smell. Praise God. So, and then Paul speaks about the aroma of Christ. That aroma is also, is also offensive. Right? It's, he also called it the fragrance of Christ. It's a fragrance. It's an aroma. But there, it's not every soul who likes the savour of that word, of that aroma. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So there is, um, for every soul that, that wants to ascend into heaven, that wants to, when talking about ascension, in the, in the way Jesus Christ uses, no man has ascended into heaven except the Son of Man who is from heaven. That was Jesus Christ. For him to be from there, or sorry, which is in heaven. So for him to be there means that he also went through his own process of what? Of ascension. Are you seeing that? So, uh, this business of ascending to heaven, this is a very this is scripture. This is the New Testament. It's, it's just that we've, we've tried to pieces the Bible on the ground. But rather, the Bible should be stacked up and it should become a ladder to the soul that is taking the soul upward. It's an upward journey. It's not a, Christianity is not a journey of roaming around on the earth. That's what we've been doing since. Just roaming around. We, we, we do this on the when we get tired. You know, this is a new thing now. God is now, God is no longer God of this, he's now God of this one. And God keeps shifting. And okay, this is now God, is now, is, today is the God of deliverance. Tomorrow is the God of breakthrough. Next tomorrow is the God of what? Uh, uh, provision. The other one is the God of divine healing. Then the next time is the God of this. And all of those things, they are on the earth. Camping points of, on the earth. Praise God. We, we, are, we build altars of God, but God doesn't come to altars on the ground. The purpose of God's altar is elevation. You have to raise him up to, 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 to arrive at a place where God doesn't pick, he doesn't pick sacrifice from the floor. An altar must be elevated. It means for anything, anything that God must receive must have, must have taken journey upward to the height. Anything that has not gained upward journey is not acceptable to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you're, so you're seeing that the, even the, the way they measure separation, 
sanctification, consecration, is according to how much distance from the earth have you taken. That's how they measure it. It's not, it's not how, how far have you expanded. That's not, that's the wrong gospel. Any gospel that's teaching you expansion on the earth is not the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. The gospel of, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ is the gospel that is the teaching of the removal from the earth. It's teaching of how they can, they can make you ascend. They make you ascend very, very well, quickly. And you know what? If you are honest, you can easily de- you can detect a message that wants to build a habitation here for you. And then you can also smell a message that wants to destroy your caves and call you upward. So you see that that call, say call. Come, come up hither. You see that men fear that call. Men are afraid of souls don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear heaven calling them. Why? Because, ah, up. We don't, what is up? Can you see what is up? When you look upward, it looks boring. When you look at the sky, you don't see houses there. You don't see mansions there. You don't see skyscrapers and all of that. You don't see those things up there. You just see, oh, look at this. Nice. It looks nice, but, ah, cloudy. It's just cloudy. This, what is this cloud hiding? What is behind the cloud? Have you ever thought of that? That's the, that's the feeling a soul gets. It doesn't involve too much excitement. There is fear. There's, do you know there's an there's a t- anxiety that, that, that manifests when the higher, the farther from the ground the soul is, it goes, the greater the anxiety. It means that there's something about the ground that is installed inside the soul. Like, there's something about the ground that makes you feel like this is where I ought to be. When your leg touched, uh, this is what I'm talking about. Don't uh, praise God. Has your flight ever landed before? <laughs> Why don't you ever feel comfortable when you are up there? Even when you, you know, they, they do, they've done everything. They put nice chair. You can even press the button and then you. They did everything. They even brought TV and put the TV. Are you gonna say that's the height when they put TV and everything? Praise God. You can watch movies, whatever you want. But there are people who, no matter what you do, for them. Eh? No matter what you do for them, they can never rest as long as they are not. Are you getting on? So that is, that's physical, but that's telling you about something. It's called the gravitational pull. Praise God. It's the what? It's the gravitational what? Pull. That thing that pulls the soul. So, in the, in the spiritual, we're speaking about spiritual things, it, the soul also has a gravitational pull. It's not, not just the body. There's also a, it's a gravitational pull. That's why no man has ascended. It's not because they, it's just, no man can just ascend. They didn't just know how to. It takes, it takes force, power. It takes something. There's something. Something must war against gravity to cause ascension to occur. Praise God. So, so this, the, the first realm, we're just teaching about the first realm of heaven now. Amen. We're just that, and it's okay if we just talk about that today because there's blessing. Some of us don't know what separation is. There are some of us who are not separated yet. Separation, I'm not talking about that, oh, I know this. No, not the scripture. I'm talking about separation. I mean, your 
your conversation has, has become, they have, your conversation has shifted from the earth. You have stopped earthly conversation. He said, for your conversation is where? Your conversation is where? That conversation, why would your conversation be in heaven? Because they have, something has happened to you to bring about a separation from where? A separation from the earth. Praise God. So you can very you can you can very you can see clearly that attaining separation is talking about attitude towards the will of God. Attitude towards what? That's the that's the you can check it. So if you check it, you say that ah, maybe I'm not very, very okay in my separation. Do you understand what I mean? Is, is, I'm not very, very okay. There's an attitude towards. There's some of us who don't. Really, we don't really want to know God's will. That when you really check it, we are even scared. This little that we know is already troubling me, and they are talking about there's another one, the other ones. So if this one is behaving like this, what would the other one do? <laughs> you do, you do that calculation. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, the, the ministry of the first heaven, it says, Bless you, the Lord, all, all you his host. Verse 21, you, sorry, verse 22. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. In Ephesians chapter 1, there is a different way that, <clears throat> that he described it. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So, one of the signs of a separated soul is that they don't hide from God's way. They don't do what? They don't hide from God's way. They don't, they don't take shelter. Praise God. They don't take what? They don't take shelter from, from the will of God. Now, Ephesians chapter, <coughs> chapter 1, let's see can pick up the pace a little. Thank you, Jesus. It says um, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, the Father of glory, we give unto you a spirit of wisdom revelation. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word, who believe, according to the working of what? His mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and then set him at his own right hand, where? In the heavenly places. Then he, wrought, he set him in, at his own right hand, his own right hand in the what? Heavenly places. 
verse 21, far above first all principality and power and then might and what? Dominion. So all principality and what? Power and then might and then dominion. So that's the, that's the first realm of heaven. So these are the inhabitants of the first realm of heaven. Principalities, might, and what? Principality, power, might, and dominion. So those are all, they are called all his works in all places of what? His dominion. Praise God. So all his works, not place of his dominion, these beings, then above them, you now come into the realm of every name that is named. So when you call a name that is named, is so every name that is named. So this name is according to inheritance, heaven inheritance, inheritance of heaven. So it's very clear that principalities, power, might, and dominion, they don't, they don't carry the ministry of names. So if they don't carry the ministry of names, their ministry is not able to make a person's name written in heaven. That what we saw in, in Hebrews chapter 12, those whose names are written in heaven, they've, they've encountered a higher ministry that can bring about the, the, the giving of what? A new word name. So for you to receive, for you to come into that name, or for your name to be written in heaven, which is for you to receive a name, you must have come on into ministry of names that are named, names that are named. So, so but below, below the ministry of names, right? And that word for name, like I said before, is inheritance. Praise God. Before, before the ministry of names, you have to encounter the ministry of these beings, right? It's an awesome ministry. So when they opened the door to John in the book of Revelation, <clears throat> John saw the heavens. He saw the beings according to their different stratas. Praise God in heaven. He saw the beings that are directly around the throne. He saw the beings that are in the outer realm of God's throne. Praise God. And those beings who are in the, the outer realm of God's thrones, they, are, they call them elders or in the outer realm of heaven. Praise God, they are, they are called elders. And when you saw, you saw them elders in chapter 4 of Revelation, they are el- that those elders are actually beings. They are also works. They are works in places of dominion. How do you know? Because of, they have crowns around their head. That's a sign of that crown. The, the crown the elders have are not the crown of God's throne. How do I know? They cast it down before the throne. So, so the, imagine they give you a crown and you, you always, you, your job, and not once, all the time, right? right let's read that place. Constantly, they are casting. So, so the, them casting the crown means that they are not worthy to wear the crown before him. So, so those elders are not, they, they are crowned. They are not crowned for the throne of God. They are not even crowned for the, where his feet is. They're not crowned for that realm, but they are crowned for a realm, for the outer realm of heaven. 
Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? In chapter 4, let's quickly read it. Praise God. <clears throat> Verse 9, when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, then the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne that sat on the throne, and worship him that liveth forever and ever. Right? Praise God. And cast their crowns before the throne. They cast their crowns before the throne. Saying, when you hear the word before um, in the Bible, before doesn't just mean right there. Right? Before doesn't mean just right in front of him. Before means, can mean the realm before. That is actually before. Before you get to God, there's the realms before him. Praise God. So, it says here that these 420 elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, and they worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before what? The throne. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Then it says, and it says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou art what created all things, and for thy word pleasure they are well created. So the word <coughs> pleasure there means will. Do you, do you agree with that? Yes, pleasure there means what? Will. So what they are saying is that you created all things. So they speak, they are, they are speaking to creatures that this is the language in their mouth. It's a conversation towards creatures, telling creatures that, that he is worthy to receive glory and honor and power for he created all things and for, for, his, for his pleasure they are, for his will they are, and they are what? And they are created. So you see these beings are... Uh, they don't just, their worship is not just about him that sits. That is unlike the language of the four beasts that are before him, that are right at his throne. That those ones, they just say, holy, holy, Lord God Almighty, which is, which was, and which is, and which is to come. They, they, are, they don't have their business to creatures. They don't have, that's not part of their, their language. They don't talk about creatures. They just talk about the Almighty. Holy, holy, holy. Talk about his separation. How separated is he is. The Lord God Almighty, which was and is to come. But inside the language of the elders, it's a different language. They talk about their, in their own mandate of reverence, carries the conversation towards creatures. And, they, and they, in their own, is what they are, they are framed to remind creatures that creatures are created for what? His pleasure. So, this thing now, this is the, when you, want to, you want to summarize the ministry of sanctification. is the realization or the settlement of a soul that is created for the will of God. Do you understand that? That is what it means. When they say, come out from among them and be separate, it's talking about coming into that, that, into that inward alignment and agreement and then Rest in the posture for the, for the unending pursuit of the will. Rest in the posture for what? The unending pursuit of what? 
of the wheel. These are separated souls. As a soul that is like that is separated. Any soul who is not like that and you want to bring them into the ministry of Zion, you will have serious kind of problem. You will have serious problem because you cannot bring souls who don't haven't come into this realization and tell them, okay, come and start climbing stones. Come and take the journey of the city of God. The upward, after, a while they will, after a while, they will just pause one day and just begin to think, why are we climbing this place? <laughs> Is it like a joke? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. You know, everybody's joining together. We're all happy. We're never thinking because, and that's the thing with people who, are, who, have, who have gone through separation. They don't think anymore. They've lost all the care of everything else. They've dropped it aside. They've, the calculation has happened and they, they've, they've seen that the will is everything. It's a reckless abandon towards the pursuit of God's will. But imagine you know, them joining with somebody who, hasn't, who, who was not separated yet. Then the person, after a while, the guy will start watching. Why is it, what's wrong with everybody? Why was all these things that we're doing? What is even, okay, how did I even get here to start with? What is all these things? Praise God. <laughs> Are you seeing what I'm trying to say? So, so the, the ministry of separation must occur. In other words, separation, it, it must deal with the allure of earthly dominions. The allure, what is, when you say earthly dominion, it's not, ah, dominion to go and be this. No, earthly dominion is, you must have gotten tired of earthly life. You know that just the enjoyment of early life, it's not, you don't have to be a president to be enjoying early life. You could be the poorest guy in your boys' quarter, just sitting down in your boxers and, and, and then just <laughs> counting, this, counting the stars, and that's your own enjoyment. And you will war with anything that wants to take you out of that kind of... Uh, uh, praise God. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So it's not... It's not really always big things. Wow, going to become president. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking. I just mean that, I just mean any, any life that is not upward. You know what I mean? Any life, any, any life that is without appetite for the invisible, for heavens, what heaven is keeping, that, is, that it doesn't have appetite for things beyond the economy of the, I mean, I mean soul economy of the natural realm, that there's no taste for it. Such a person has a problem. If you try and force them to come and journey in Zion, you're just creating problem for yourself. Because of the, the task of Zion, anybody who has been called, been called to come to Jerusalem or to come to Zion is a being that you must, you must have, have really, you must have, res, you must have made so much resolve that is the, the, what is the extent of the resolve? for the journey of sanctification, is that you must be resolved to the point where you are willing to walk into fire. Because that's where you are going to. You are, willing, you are willing to. Anybody that's, first of all, if you are concerned about the cloth you're wearing, what will happen to this one? What will happen to this? All of these things. Praise God. Then you must go beyond all the, 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 the how the terrain of Zion will affect your your regalia. And then now, you must now overcome the fear of your own, your own person. 
Because something about that flame is going to touch something about you. It's, going to, it's, it's, it's to consume what, what your, your present frame and stature. If you are still mindful of your composition, not outwardly, I don't mean outward, I mean I'm talking about soul. We have inward soul composition. You know that, ah, I can't do this thing, no. Why? If I do this thing, I will shift. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? I mean, if you know that this, this school of Christ is to be able to shift you, you can, you can never be the same. You can never be the same. There are some of us that your arrangement, when I first met you, how you were is not how you were, you are anymore. Something that you shifted inwardly, you know what I mean? And heaven is still shifting you. And souls don't like shifting. You know when soul just takes a particular place? When you, when you relate with them, you have to come and you must come and talk to them where they, in their posture. You must, don't, that posture, that thing is, a, is, a, is an image, is a God. You must never shift out of that thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? But when commandment, commandment of Christ begins to come, he's coming for that, that position. He said, this kind of being, we, don't, we are not compatible with such a posture. They will begin to shift your, the arrangement of your person. So if you are too tall, they can beat you down and make you, come on, come down. We don't, we don't stand like that in this realm. Praise the Lord. <laughs> he said, every mountain will be brought low. <laughs> amen. Some of us are, are mountains, Amen. Some of us are mountain that they are still trying to, to bring low by God's grace. There are some of us that really humble outside, but when, you, when they come and live with you, you know that you are a mountain. The, the person who is living with you knows that they are living with a mountain. You know that a mountain is in that room. That room there, a mountain lives in that room. <laughs> but you can't. You can't, you can't have mountain climbing mountain. <laughs> when two mountains come together, one must give way. Zion is a higher mountain that, to crumble every mountain that you are. So every mountain will be brought low and every valley will be what? Made plain. Repair. But it's not too palatable. If you still like your person, you will not take the journey. You still sour, you like how you are. You just, you enjoy yourself. Anybody who enjoys themselves cannot, cannot survive this thing. You cannot survive the school of Christ. You cannot be spiritual. Anybody who likes yourself, you can't lift, you won't lift from the earth. You'll be too heavy. You know, do you know, is, you know your, your weight cooperates with gravity. You don't agree? When you take a feather and just throw a feather, you see, gravity can do all it wants. If that feather is going, it's going. Because the only thing that attaches, that what gives gravity strength is weight. It's weight. When you have weight, there's nothing you can do. You cannot ascend. That weight is what they want to, they want to chisel weight out of you and make you able to what? To take flight. Are, are you getting what I'm trying to say? But... If you love your composition, you can't. So, so you see, are you seeing what separation is? You see what separation is? And this separation is, is actually is a, is a heavenly ministry. They will see, you will see when it's time to separate you, beings will begin to come around you. Being, they are actually heavenly, it's heavenly ministration. 
heavenly administration, beings that carry attitude. You see this attitude? Let's read it again. Say that thou art worthy. Verse 11. Thou art worthy. Now I ask you a question. Is he worthy? Is he worthy to you? Let's, let's, let's start from there. Let's think about how do you, in your inward concept of God, is he worthy? Is he worthy? When I say is he worthy, what I mean is that, is that when, you, when you arrange your, you calculate your person, is he worthy for you to give, him, give it to? Can you, is, is he worthy to receive you? Is God worthy to receive you? Do you feel that, do you feel that your, yourself is an offering you can make to him? I understand you can give him cash, 1K, 2K, whatever. I understand you can do that. I know, that, I know there was a time you couldn't give 500, but now you have been growing. But we're not talking about your cash. We're not talking about, we're talking about your losing yourself. Can you, have you made the calculation that, God, you're actually worthy to receive this man. It's, it's okay if this man goes away. It's okay if this man just... This being goes away for your pleasure. Then, are you seeing why they will not admit somebody who hasn't made such decision into the heavenly school? Why the, the purpose of the first heaven, interacting with the first heaven, is to, is to rot separation from the soul. That separation is the resolve. It's also, you can also call it the Levitical devotion. The, who are the Levites? The Levites are people who don't know too much about what's happening inside the, inside the sanctuary. They don't, they don't know too much about what's going inside there, but they've left something. An, when you meet a Levite, you meet them with an attitude. These are different beings. They journey, they've journeyed far from the rest from the camp and from the people, and they came around the tabernacle to stay there. So whatever is inside that thing, we, like, we won't just stay around it. That's just... Uh, <laughs> I've seen beings before who get tired because I don't understand. They, don't get, they get angry. We don't understand. They go away. They don't have the attitude. Why is it so hard? Why is it so complex? It's because you, don't like, you haven't paid the cost. You haven't paid the price. You haven't decided yet. You still somewhere felt that there was, there was still something you left and then you just came around to check it out. That's not a Levite. A Levite has, he's been separated to, he's been separated to, you see those Levites, they have, they are, their life is sold for to support the ministry of the temple. When you see them, they are always around it. They put them around the temple. So, they, so a separated soul is a soul that is around God. Even though they might not have granted access fully yet. Now it's very clear that a soul who is sanctified is also separated. You don't lose your separation because you are being sanctified. So sanctification is something they add to separation. That anybody who did not yet become separate first will never get sanctified. It means that if without, it's a door, like you must pass through. You say, oh, I have all these faults. God, can you take them away? Say, okay, for people who, will, who will, will go through sanctification, there will be a season where you must 
count costs. That was the, that's the sign. That's the first step. When Jesus was saying that he that will follow me, you will first of all count the cost. Take up the cross. The, 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 the sanctification is the realm of the cross. So are, those are two, 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 they are seasons. There's a season of counting the cost. Then taking the cross and following. Take up the cross and follow. Then when you carry the cross and follow him, that cross is leading somewhere. The, the cross realm is the realm of fire. It's the realm of consumption. It will ultimately end in death. But there's a, there's a season after the cross. That's a glorious season. It's another, another season. Praise. I understand what I'm trying to say. But, but so the, the soul who is sanctified is a soul that has counted, the, sorry, that has been separate, is a soul that has counted the cost. They've counted the cost. Praise God. Do you understand my language today? Are you saying, uh, the blessing, what I'm seeing the Lord want to do, he wants to, they want to, to, to bring heaven down to you. And, and, you, and you begin to see, some of you, you begin to see heaven. You begin to see, you begin to see nature of, you begin to sense heavenly attitude. How are they there? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. As it is. They, they call that in the Lord's prayer. That thing is the prayer of lordship. This is the, when he's saying, Lord, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us. Teach us to pray. It's not prayer an example prayer for us to copy and be praying. That's not it. That Lord's prayer is not something to recite. It's something to meditate upon. So this was the teaching about prayer. Okay. Our Father, who art in heaven. Ah, oh, okay. Hmm. Praying. Praying has to do with a father in heaven. A trainer in heaven. A blesser in heaven. Our Father. That is, is, those words are important. He didn't say our God who is in heaven. He said our Father. He's talking about something. The reason of prayer is teaching you how to pray. He says, teach, pray, pray about to your Father. Not just our Father who is the omnipresent, who is the omnipotent, who was before all and everything. And before. No, it's very specific. There's something about the Father. There's, when you're talking about praying, praying, there's something that they, they concern you should have. You should touch something. Touch an aspect of him. Talk, touch about his fatherly ministry. And then talk about the places of his ministry. Talk about, where, talk about his office. The office of the ministry. Say, this is ministry of works and transport. They have an office where matters, that's where they dispense things concerning that ministry. They just they talk about the father who is in heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is the, is the father who ministers from heaven. Who blesses that heaven is actually his office. Heaven is your that was prepared your throne, his throne in the heavens. His kingdom what ruleth over all. Father, who art in heaven, then hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. What is hallowed be your name? What's the meaning of hallowed? Hallowed means what? Separated be your name. So when you begin to talk about that father and his heavenly ministry, the first thing you must talk about is the separation of it. Do you say that is the, 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 the first thing you, you smell about heaven is its separatedness. When you look up at the sky, the first thing you think is not what is inside. The first thing you think first is, hey, this thing is high. There's something about that, the, the, the separation. God put heaven up there. 
in that distance to teach you something. Every time you look up there, it's a kind of awe that fills your heart. Wow, what a, this distance, how high is it? Are you getting what I'm saying? It's, it's to impute a sense of separation. That there is a distance between the heavens. What? And it's as far as the heaven and the earth is. So my ways are not your ways. No, neither are my thoughts your thought. For as far as the heaven is from the earth, so are my ways from your ways. My, what is that separation? Separation. Is that, that's the introduction to learning God, is separation. You understand that? So he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed means separated, high. Elevated, hallowed, 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 hallowed. Praise the Lord. Hallowed be your name. Then the next one is thy kingdom come. Then thy will be done in earth. As what? Is is in heaven. So it means the Lord's prayer is about making some things to occur in earth. He's not talking about that will be done on the earth. It's just saying anything that is earth is the candidate to be blessed by heaven. That's why he's using the word in earth. Thy will be done in earth. Am I correct? Is that exactly how he puts it? That will be, did he use on earth? In earth. Thy will be done in earth. As what? It is, means that, so it means that the purpose of heaven is to, is to push will in earth. To put will in earth. There's a will, it's blessing also, which heaven is carrying, that is meant to do what? To put in earth. That will be done. Let, then let it be done in earth, the same way it is in heaven. So, for, so the purpose of Lord's Prayer is talking about the, the actualization of, of, of blessing, and it's talking about the transfer of nature. He's it, talking about, Jesus was summarizing the quest. Prayer means quest, right? Prayer is quest, something that you're praying for, right? So he's summarizing the quest of Christianity. So the quest of Christianity is to, is to, is for things to be done in earth as it is in heaven. Why? Because why? Heaven is, where, is the pattern. You see that? That will be done where? In earth as it is in heaven. Praise God. So the, the beginning of the attitude for that to occur is the separated word. There's a, it's a separated disposition which the soul ought to have. Praise God. So And I said that doing that is what you call counting the cost. Counting the cost. If anyone will follow me, let him first count the cost. You must count the cost. So they help you, they help to count the cost. The, the reason, the, what principalities, powers, might, dominion is to help to count the cost. It's not easy for a soul to count the cost. You say, why? Is not, can I just count it? Have you counted it? Because the counting of the cost is not just, it's not just a mental exercise. When you are trying to count it, you now realize that there are dominions of the earth. The, the dominion of the earth is to stop men from counting. Don't allow men to, don't allow men to, to take stock 
and to count. Don't allow men to do what, what is the purpose of counting? Every, the real purpose of counting is to ascertain value. When you say, what value are you talking about? You say, count the cost. To count the cost. To count the cost means the cost you're counting is estimating the value of what they are calling you into. That's simply what it is. So, a soul that is separated is a soul that has estimated the value. You see that? A soul that has done what? You have, that's a sign of a separated soul. How you push your soul into separation is you esteem the value of the kingdom. That's a separated soul. You've, you esteem the value of the kingdom. You, then they will, you look at the earth. Ah! No matter as, as alluring as this thing is, it is vanity. It's not valuable as this one. That is the that's the inward working of that's when they are separating a soul. That's the calculation that's ongoing inside the soul. And there are beings who get that done. You see those those Levites. That's that's the type of what they have been through. How did they get all those Levites? For one Levite, it's cost. You go and check the book of Numbers. How they got them? That there's a there's a value for that Levitical state. Are you getting me? Is the cost? They are trying to put a cost. Although they did it physically, but it's a type of something in the spirit. That what is the price of this devotion? You know, how did they get the Levites? He said, count all the tribes of Levi. All the men in that tribe, they counted them. And then they counted each tribe of Israel. Firstborn. So God was taking firstborn out of all of them. Praise God. And then God told them, okay, I will take this one tribe. Instead of taking all your firstborn, I will take one tribe. But there's still a balance in the number of firstborns. means the number of firstborns were what? Were more than the number of Levites. So after God took all the Levites, God said, you are still owing me things. There are some firstborns that are not represented here. So those of you who still have firstborns who are not represented in Levi, they must come and pay a certain amount of money. Then when you pay that money, he said you collect that money to be the, they call them the shekels of the sanctuary. You put them in the temple. The money that people used to pay for their, means that, they, that, it, that price is the cost of the pursuit. They, they, they put a sense, or that it's not a common thing. You can't just, God can't just forgive you and say, okay, don't worry, don't pay. No, 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 there's a price to it. There's a price to that, to that thing. It's actually something that must cost you something. Those are types, and the Bible is teaching us something. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Praise the Lord. So, a separated soul is a soul that has, that has esteemed. There's, there's something, it will just, it's like, it's a help. It's a, it's a, it's a nature of beings in the spirit who, who have the... They have a, they are at home with the sense of the worth of the kingdom. You see that you see that first heaven that is carrying heavens inside it. It's carrying it. It it, it can feel the weight of the of the heavens that is carrying. Those beings they know they know they know they know. When you see a principality, all those principalities, they are beings of 
they are, they are beings of, of the, the, they have a sense of weight. <coughs> you get what I'm saying? <coughs> they have a sense of weight. And, that's, and that time, of, Jesus was teaching also separation concept. It was actually separate. You know, Jesus was teaching. Time has gone. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Jesus was teaching different aspects of the kingdom with different stories. Though sometimes Jesus will be teaching separation. Sometimes he will be teaching sanctification. Sometimes he will also be teaching about the glory of the kingdom. <coughs> when Jesus was saying that the kingdom of heaven is like though a man who finds a, 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 a treasure in a field, what was he teaching there? He was teaching separation. <coughs> That was the teaching. Jesus was teaching the first heaven when he was te- with that parable. He was, he's, that thing is a, what he was teaching was an attitude. It's an attitude that when you find it, you won't tell anybody. You will now go and sell everything he has. <clears throat> Are you getting what I'm saying? He has to go and do so that. Thing, I seen the attitude of selling everything. This bye bye, oh, all these things I don't really need. I found something else that is separation. <laughs> He hasn't yet tapped the t- whatever it is. He hasn't yet opened it up. He hasn't yet begun to use it and to enjoy it. But Jesus was teaching the attitude of the kingdom. That is the separation. Is the, is the first heavenly blessing of the kingdom. That he will go and sell all that he has and then come and then buy that land because of that thing. <coughs> Praise God. Because of that thing which he which he has found. This thing is a real blessing. It's a real blessing. It's a real blessing. Someone's soul might not have it. And after some time, you will have it. It's something that they can, they will bring your soul into. It's just, they will just, they will just add it to you. What will they add to you? Ability to make decision and make and weigh. So, you know, it's not an ordinary thing. You have to understand. First of all, you cannot count the cost without sight. <coughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. There's something about, you see those beings of dominion, they are warring against other dominions. The, 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 the dominions of the, of the world, worldly life, the allure of the worldly life, when you check their, the strength of their dominion is to, is to blow up and inflate the value of the earthly life. That's how you know a dominion on the earth is at work. When you know a dominion is at work on the earth, it's, it's the estimation of the, the value of what? Of the earthly life. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. The Lord wants to bring deliverance. They want to recalibrate some things, reorder some things.
Thank you, Father. Bless you, Jesus. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Are you blessed today? Yes. So they showed John <clears throat> the this order of things in heaven. Then they began to, now, after chapter 4, chapter 5 came. Chapter 5 then, if we're familiar with it, was when he saw the scroll. At the right hand of him that sat. And then <coughs> things ensued and thank God for our Lord Jesus, the Lamb of God was able to take the scroll out of the right hand of him that sat and he was able to open it. Praise God. Now, inside that scroll, you have to understand, what is inside the scroll? What is inside the scroll was the, is the, the revelation <coughs> of the things which heaven is keeping. Does that make sense to you? It's the, it's the revelation of what? Of the things which, which heaven is, is keeping. So, so it's very clear that as to open this, the scroll, as it was opening the seals, the opening of the seals is the unveiling of heaven. The, uh, can you see it? <coughs> so, it's very clear that, the, that there are two things. There's the seals that seal the book. There's the seal and then the book itself. They are different. It's not only heaven. That thing was a complete revelation. It was the revelation of Sawan and the revelation which God for his servants is, a, is complete. It's inside that revelation at some point <clears throat> when the book opens. One of the main purposes of the book is to, is to make the present pass away. You don't discover that the real, the real, real secret of the book is that which is to come. It's that which cannot pass away. So you see that, you see the city you can, we're seeing last time how you cannot separate the city. If they remove anybody's part from the city, they have to remove his part from the book. They were speaking about those. If anybody he will remove from this thing, they will take away his part out of what? The book and out of the what? The city. And the city they're talking about is the new city. That, have, that Jerusalem, that new Jerusalem that will come from God out of heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's very clear that, that all the revelations of those things. So you see, that book is an ordinary book. The book is talking about, it's the revelation of, of it's, the, it's the revelation of not just the end, but the revelation of the new beginning. <coughs> it is how, inside of that book, is through the book, 
is the revelation of how the age will close, how the present age will close, and how the and then the revelation of the, the emergence of why. So it means that what is the book? The book is able to make former things pass away, and then to make all things new. So it's very clear that the book itself is not just about heaven. It's, the book is transcendent. It, it transcends into the, the end of the revelation of the book is the, is the end of the revelation, the fullness of, of revelation of what God wants to bring. Are you getting what I'm saying? But before we talk about the book, you have to start with the seals. There are, there are some things that, that lock up the book. <clears throat> that close up the book, they are the seals. It's very clear that the seals, the opening of the seals, the unveiling of heaven. Heaven, 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 heaven. And why must they unveil heaven? Heaven must be unveiled to make it pass away. If heaven is not, it's like a vesture, will he wrap it up? Now, the inside, the only thing that will make heaven pass is that heaven must empty his blessing. That's how the earth is that heaven would, heaven must empty his blessing to the earth and then cause the earth to give birth. That is, then, then that's the purpose of the present. So, so it means where every blessing in heaven must, must come down. That is it. If, if heaven doesn't finish blessing the earth, it will not pass away. So they can keep waiting for men. If our generation say we don't want the blessing, no problem. They won't fight with us. They can wait for us. We will be old. We will enjoy our earthly life. We will become gray and then all that. And then we will pass away and God will keep waiting. Who is that generation? The generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face. Oh, Jacob, that generation will come. When that generation, the generation that will pull down, there are things in heaven that needs to come. The generation who will take that quest seriously, that prayer, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. They will now begin to pray, okay, give us this, this, our daily bread. Give us this day, our daily bread. They will begin to call down what? What is the daily bread? Bread is that which cometh down from what? Heaven. That which bread. bread. Where does bread come from? It said, I am the bread that cometh down from heaven, that you may eat. He was admonishing them. Don't seek the bread that what? Don't, that perish it. There's a bread that men eat on the earth. They will eat and eat. Your fathers ate those bread, that bread, and they all perished. And, but seek the bread which cometh what? Which cometh down from heaven. He said, I am. I am that bread. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So heaven, heaven and earth will not pass away until the earth has given birth. And what will make the earth to give birth? The earth will not give birth unless it has been impregnated by heaven. So now how is by the, is the blessing of heaven must come in earth. It must come into the earth. And then the earth should be blessed. And then what? And then give birth. It is the giving birth of the earth that will signal the what remover. Amen. So what am, I, what am I trying to say? I'm just trying to say that the, are you seeing those seals of the book of Revelation? Is actually there. So if you want to really interpret heaven, those things that are, those seals that are locked up, heaven must first be interpreted first. 
to release what is blessing. Now, when I say blessing, you might be like, ah, those things are not blessing. You know? When you read the seals, it looks like curse. It looks like what kind of thing is this? First thing, when they first opened it, they the first horse, horseman, one horseman. Number two, number three, they call them the four horsemen of the apocalypse. What kind of blessing is this? Praise God. But those are terrible blessings for the earth. <clears throat> if a, an earth, a kind of man is enjoying, say, ah, I'm being blessed. That's the saddest day of his life. Because that means celebrating most likely is killing him. But when you see a, a natural man crying, hey, they want to kill me, everything has been taken. That could be one of the most blessed moments for him. Are you getting what I'm saying? So this book, this book of Revelation is a book of blessing. When, after a while, the God will begin to, you see that, that earth that refused to give birth, they will begin to whip it and begin to shake it and begin to beat it and begin to do all kinds of things. You must give birth. You must give birth. Don't be too comfortable. You have a destiny. There are people who must be redeemed from you. So these are those who have been redeemed out of the earth. It means earth, the earth, the, the, the earth gave birth to them. It brought them forth. But that did not occur until, until a lot of things happened. Praise God. In the book, the Lord will help us. The God of time, we can't go further. But are, are you ready to be blessed by heaven? This is, what I, this is what I sense heaven wants to do. God wants to do. God wants to. They want to open. I see a door open in heaven. I won't lie to you. I see a door open in heaven. And the Lord has been saying it. He has been saying it to me. It's been some, some time now. And, and he's, been, he's, been, he's been showing me. And I've been seeing. Uh, so the, God is saying that this. I want to move you beyond talking about heaven. That we want to, we want to make heaven start coming down. The heaven has to start coming down. In other words, things that are in heaven, the, the natures, what God has put there, God wants to begin to, to download it and begin to put them on the inside of us. Let's just begin to bless God tonight. Let's just, just pray. Um, <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Just begin to pray. Christo preveni casa. Shapran let's just take some uh, some time and connect with the Lord. Just pray like somebody who is expecting something. You're expecting you are that like you're expecting a door to open to you. I want you to, to just press in the spirit with your own with your own voice, with your own heart, with your own heart, with your own voice, just just begin to press. Just say, Lord, I, uh, let this, I, want, I, want, I want to see this door open before me. I want, I want this door blessing to open before me. I want it to be uh, just beyond the collective. Thank you for your opening and bringing down this ministry collectively. But I, I want to see. I want to see. I want to be in the spirit. I want to see. I want to see a door. I want to see the heavenly door. Open to me. I want to see the door, the door, that door of blessing, that door from which, which from where, where my ascension, which from where the call of my ascension will come from. I want to begin to see. I want to begin to see. I want to also open up my ear to hear the call. I want to begin to hear the, the call of heaven. I want to begin to hear the call. I want to hear heaven call unto me 
I want to hear heaven say unto me, come up, 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 come up hither, come up hither. I want to come up. Maranoski. Prashia Nurapa and Takresu Praharaba Supri and Takabrehedonoski. Ori Kambra Alapras Aligaranosi Tangredubrehenogosi. Mashian Takai Ekremezuzi and Tivineski. Embry Baravan Oshanta Baro Kayel Alsisi and Tabrahana Noskiria Laveganeka. Mashian Jayol Prasketa Lagarioski. Begin to pray. Say, Lord, open up door, door for heavenly ministry. Door for heavenly ministry. Open the door. Open door within my heart. Help me to see an open door. Messiah, bring an open door before me. Every Kazuzenta Lumbrante Kansoketakanin Dion de Leboske. Oh, Ribaraba Marapata Rapantoria Rabasso Brekeda Gotikesco. Rifenta Livrantas Antalinko Tecresu Carriera Bose. Ripanchendo Ribarora Matokrenda Rabahoria Candeske Legendo Guske Legendo. And Crentande Matikala Matoske Leboshiane. Ma pa 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 ra pa 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 re ra ba ba re ka pa 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 ra ba ba zuri ra ba ba re ke ge recession tamaranoske just begin to see the things you need to walk out of just exit allow your soul begin to see exit 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 from things things terrestrial things terrestrial things terrestrial things that weigh you down that the Lord will begin to cause. Because door of exit, door of exit, because every door is both an exit and an entrance. You're exiting from one place and you're entering into another realm. Begin to pray that this, this, this ministry of exit will begin to occur to your soul, will begin to happen to you. Begin to pray, begin to pray for grace for counting the cost. The grace for counting the cost. The grace for separation. The grace for a separated heart, a separated attitude, a separated mind, a separated posture. Begin to pray. Resiende su Christian numra ivero ose de greharoske rapara raba shambram bara pa bronterian praba o krishagaraboska ye frantara masanta tata esien dumreeta o rikabranso engresa gruoti andraya la muriante vienta ye sisa mama o mikasianturian zosa prahea raboske Yentalian Dalion Talion Dion Sesientonian John Dian Jan Jojo 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 Jebrejebrejoske Repama Embramation Daraba Brotioske Keriose Recatan Drasiata Prataraba Zuprete Kegeonde Rapanso Sotambrianda Brabarabosia E Mahaha Oh Oh thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Some of us have measured some separation, but we are not fully separate. We are not fully separate. We are not fully separate. Let's pray for the perfection of our separation. The perfection of our separation that the, the grip of earthly dominions, the appeal of earthly dominions, they will break. They will be fully broken within us. In the Atapa, Rapa Sukreheta, Repa Sasianda Ramora Ramashiondre Kayera Boscari, Rekatata Nabatata 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 Lesciensa so 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 brimaranoscarioske, repasienso serienda branda barona barusciente pravielote, refental anton trosceti crestacaia, o meri marababasciandori de roscarienda viento frienda, o mahata. Thank you, 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 Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. Lord, we, we know you have ministered to us. And this is also just the initiation of the ministry, this ministry. Lord, I pray that you will know how to escape, God, that there are dealings behind these words. There are dealings behind these things. I ask that you will let the dealings visit every heart. That will bring us, subject our inward atmosphere, Lord, to the dealings of this blessing. That no heart will hear this word without the ensuing blessing of it. Thank you, Father. We give all the glory to your name. We bless you. Thank you for blessing us, for ministering to us. Holy Spirit, take the word and go and expound it and expound it and, and make it come alive afresh again in the heart of your people. Thank you, our Father. We give you all the glory tonight. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. <clears throat> Amen. You Praise God. Between the shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim 